I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be, and that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Vault. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. This will be an interesting uh, episode. Uh, I'm just going to speak real and raw with you about over a thousand people that I've dealt with personally, you know, talking intimately about their businesses, their families, their hopes, their dreams, all the things that they want to do and how that applies to you. Because if you're even listening to this, um, there has to be certain things true about you right now, you, you and me, I'm talking, you're listening, but I, you know, you can yell it (laughs) at the, at the phone or whatever you're listening through. And like, I feel like I hear you. Uh, having a small business is difficult. And I'm specifically talking to people that are frustrated and their business is not what they hoped it would be yet. And even if you're hopeful, whatever, there's a small percentage of you that that listen to this show that are crushing it and you're killing it. And maybe you listen to this podcast for validation about how you know everyone needs to hustle and grind. And if you just work harder and if you have better time management, then then you would succeed you're probably not going to love this episode because <laughs> like the longer I do this, the more I work with people and the more I work in my own companies as well. I don't, I don't want to say it's just like I have more empathy because I am not a snowflakey kind of like let people off the hook kind of person, but I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm connecting dots and I'm listening to people and what I'm coming to realize is, you know, early on when I had initial success um, with my cleaning company in Michigan, you know, my my kind of default coach or advice mode was like, listen, you know, keep it simple, do this, do that. You just got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, go for it, work harder, you know, work weekends, like you just man up, make it happen, et cetera, et cetera, like Gary V, hustle grind, you know, pull the extra shift, you know, you, you just must, must not want it bad enough. And th- that position has definitely evolved for me over the years because there's a couple of things that are kind of at play that I didn't realize back then that I clearly realize now. Number one is that most people do want it. And by it, I mean... In, in each individual's person's head, like whatever it is, is different, but it's the, it's the why, it's the mountaintop, it's the purpose, it's the reason, it's, you know, paying off the debt or getting the second home or getting their wife off their back or getting, convincing their family that they're not a failure because they had a 1.5 GPA in high school and everyone said they would fail. And, and there's like a variety, like a, a limitless amount of options for what it is. But like the desire for people to succeed is not missing, like it's strong, yet people are still struggling, people are not taking the action they know know that they should, and it's not like an intelligence issue either. It's not that people are dumb, it's not that successful people are smart and people that are stuck are not smart. 
that is a complete total lie. In fact, one of the things that shocked me the most is I've, you know, paid for super expensive masterminds. I've traveled around the country. I've met like incredible people. Even the people I interview on this podcast, you know, we talk before the podcast. We talk after the podcast. I'm connected with a lot of people. Next week, I'm going to Texas with my wife to meet an amazing man named Patrick Bet David. Some of you might follow him on YouTube. He has over 2 million subscribers. He's got a nine-figure you know, business in Texas. He's this big shooter, alpha male kind of guy. And I have a meeting with him next week. But as I meet all these people, what I'm realizing is they are not smarter than the average small business owner that I talk from Nebraska or Ohio or wherever. It doesn't matter where. There's, there's definitely confidence issues and there's lots of mindset issues, but I guess the, the purpose of this podcast is, is to ask you a couple of questions because one of the dots that I'm recently connecting is that the people that are going 100 miles an hour sprinting towards whatever their it is, you know, their mountaintop, their why, they're sprinting. One of the reasons that they're doing that is because whatever it is that they're doing makes them come alive. It fills them up. It makes them full of energy. Like they have excess energy. In fact, a lot of these people have so much energy that they'll work 90 hours a week on their thing and then still have time to go on Facebook and say things like, you know, you're just not working hard enough. You just don't want it bad enough. You know, look at what I'm sacrificing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then for the people that are maybe quote unquote stuck in their current business, they feel more and more dejected by this. They feel discouraged by it. And again, I'm not like patronizing or trying to um, justify people's lack of action. Like that's not my intention here. But what I am trying to do is reach out to the huge percentage of people that I know are going to hear this, that you know that your lack of action is incongruent with your lack of desire. You know that you want this big thing, but you're not doing it. You want to do it, but you're not doing it, and you don't know why. And then you try to listen to podcasts, you try to listen to things like this, and you watch YouTube videos, and you read blogs, and you do all the things, and the conclusion that you come to is that something's wrong with you that you're just not cut out for success or it's never going to work for you. And maybe you're still holding on to belief, but there's like this underlying undertone in the back of your head saying, dang it, like, why, why are these guys doing it? And I'm not doing it. Like, I want to do it. I understand how to do it. Like, intellectually, I, I get it. Like, I'm not confused, but I'm not doing it. I won't do it. Like, I'll, I have the plan and I will not do the plan. And so here, here's my point. Maybe the current business that you have or another word to use for a business is a vehicle. Maybe the current vehicle that you're in is not the vehicle that fills you full of fire and passion. Maybe the thing that you're in is a temporary vehicle and you're confused on what vehicle you should even be in in the first place. But my point is, is the people that are going crazy, they found their car. They found the thing, the vehicle. They are obsessed with the vehicle. They spit shine it. They polish it. They sleep in it. They hug it. They give it kisses before they go to bed. And, and that's how they look at their business. That might not be true for you. And that's okay. And if that's, if, if that's the case for you right now, here's my encouragement to you is we got to figure out what makes you actually come alive. What makes you light up? What is your real purpose 
on this earth. You know, everybody that listens <laughs> to this show knows that I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. You know, I believe that every single person was made on purpose for an actual purpose, not as a cheesy, hokey, woo-woo statement, but literally. I believe it literally. I believe it mechanically. That you are a square, you need to find the square hole. If you're a triangle, you need to find the triangle hole. If you're a circle, you got to find the circle hole. And maybe the business that you have right this second is not the right shape of hole for what you are, for what you were made for. Now, that's okay. And I hope this offers encouragement. This is super weird. And I'm thinking like all deep tonight. And I guess what I'm hoping you take away from it is that you can still leverage the vehicle that you're in, the business that you have right now to become the bridge that gets you to the place where you can do the thing that you really want to do where you can begin to live the life that you really want to live. Maybe you want to do ministry. Maybe you want to become some sort of philanthropist. Maybe maybe what comes makes you come alive is being a public speaker or teaching people or working with young people or helping elderly people. I have no idea. Usually the things that make people come alive has to do with serving other people, though. I will say that that's a common thread even for the crazy Gary V hustle grind culture people in their brain, they're trying to serve a segment of people, whether they realize it or not, but that's what they're doing. They're, they, they feel alive because they're growing their team. They're growing their employees or they're hitting a revenue, but they're like making a bigger impact somehow in their own brain, their own version of it. I don't know what that looks like for you, but if you, if your business is not, moving as quickly as you want it to, but you know that it could, and you know with certainty that you are the bottleneck, that you are the person that's moving slow, that's holding back, maybe the mind shift you need to realize is that this business is a temporary <laughs> a temporary vehicle. It's like a rental car. <laughs> One of the jokes I always say with my family whenever we're traveling, when we get a rental car, I always say, you know, dad jokes. I have five kids, so I got dad jokes for days is what are the best four-wheel drive vehicles in the world? And they kind of roll their eyes and they say, a rental car, dad. <laughs> because, you know, you know, don't abuse rental cars. That's not my point. It's just funny, right? Maybe your business is a rental car. Maybe your business isn't the thing. It's not the destination. And so if you're a square peg. Your business is a round hole and it's not quite getting there the way that you want. That's okay. Maybe zoom out a little bit and figure out how you can leverage your business to get yourself to the place where you can do the thing that actually fills you with fire, makes you come alive, lets you serve more people, because it doesn't feel like work when you're doing that. And most of the time, the hustle grind people that are moving 100 miles an hour and you're comparing yourself to those people, the reason they're moving 100 miles an hour is because they are currently in their permanent vehicle. They're in the thing that makes them feel like that. And if you're in a rental vehicle and someone's feeling super sexy in their Ferrari, you're not going to feel like that in your Toyota Camry that you don't even care about because you're just, you don't even know why you're there. And then you're getting discouraged because you can only go 60 miles an hour and there's a car blowing by you. That's what's happening in business. And so, yes, there's mindset stuff. Yes, there's lazy people that make excuses. Yes, there's victim mentality people. Trust me, I get it. I know. I've talked to tons of them. That's probably not you, though. Probably you just aren't clear on what the big, big thing is. And you're not clear on how to use this current vehicle, this 
training wheels business. By the way, that's what I called my cleaning business. Even back in the day, I called my window and pressure cleaning company my training wheels business. Because I knew this wasn't my final frontier. I wasn't passionate about this. I mean, I loved, I loved my team. I loved all the things I learned from it. But I was happy to exit and get out of that. I was happy to move on to you know, podcasting and creating courses and teaching and doing events. I started a software company. I did all these things. And none of those things are my ultimate thing either. But I'm, I'm like upgrading my bridges. And what I mean by bridge is you're in your temporary vehicle right now. You need to leverage it and use it as a bridge to get you off, you know, pain island. <laughs> right now you might be living on pain island. We need to get over to pleasure island or onto, you know, slightly less pain island. And the vehicle can be the bridge for you. How can you use your business as a bridge? And maybe that will motivate you. I had a call with a, a Conquer member this week. And we kind of talked about this. You know, he doesn't love what he does. He's not passionate about the service that he provides. And that is not uncommon. It's not like little kids when they're growing up say, I want to wash houses someday. I want to clean carpets. I want to mow lawns. I want to build retaining walls. I want to be a general contractor. It's not like that's normally the thing. Because it's not. And you shouldn't feel bad if you're not passionate about your current business. What you got to do, though is you got to figure out how to use it as a bridge to the next step that moves you closer to the thing that you are on fire about. And maybe maybe then you'll do the things you don't want to do that you know you should do. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, uh, why do I do what I don't want to do? And what I do want to do, I don't do. <laughs> what a wretched man I am. And that's not a de- depressing scripture at all. It's, it's super encouraging because it's like, wait a second, like, Like, the guy that wrote that was super epic and awesome. That guy thought he sucked? Well, when I'm on the phone with regular people who are raising families, paying bills, you know, they have this idea that they, yeah, they want to buy a Corvette someday. They want to give money away someday. They want to pay cash for their children's education, whatever it is, fill in the blank with, like, warm, fuzzy, good things. They're nowhere near where they need to be to to actually accomplish that stuff. And I'm talking to him and I'm like, what is, what, what am I not seeing? What do I not understand? And again, early on in my career, career with this, um, I defaulted to, well, you're not working hard enough. You know, I would get frustrated. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you listening to me? And what I'm starting to see though, is that people just aren't understanding that maybe, The current vehicle that they're in is a temporary rental vehicle. And when I've been coaching people through this and talking to them about this, it's it's lit a fire in a whole bunch of people. So I thought I'd share it with you. I know it's a little weird. It's abstract. But I I have to share it with you. I mean, I care about you. I care about any entrepreneurial family, anybody trying to do good, to grow something, to expand themselves. I think it's amazing that you guys are changing the world. And hopefully it helps you. (laughs) That's all I can say. I hope I was articulate enough for it to make sense. If you have further questions, if you want to ask me a question, if you are totally confused and this makes no sense and you want to criticize me, all of the above is valid, but do it in our Facebook group called The Growth Vault. Just go to Facebook, type in The Growth Vault on there. You can even tag me, Joshua Latimer, in it. And uh, I'll try my best to reply. And there's thousands of other small business owners in there as well. I love you. I care about you. Take care. 
and God bless. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Vault.